Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Footy live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Book your service today at Barrick BMW. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Uh, that's right, don't change your dials. Uh, leave all the knobs in the car alone. Uh, get your hands off those because we are here. It is the run home uh, at th- four minutes past 12, uh, Gazy. Lovely to follow Gerard Waitley. I don't have knobs anymore in cars. It's all... Uh... That's rubbish. In my in the beautiful car I have supplied by Berwick BMW, oh. in amongst all the whiz-bangery, there is still a knob uh, that you can control the volume with. Nah, it's just a push button up and down on the you, steering bro. wheel. I'll take and a photo of it and I'll send it to it's a nice LED got screen. All got all that. And it's a bit do 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 Got all that. Away you go. Got all that, but there is definitely a movable knob mm, okay. that you can adjust the volume right, with. But okay. We're here because the cricket is two and a half hours away, so Adam Collins is going to join us on the way through. All sorts of speculation about what the Australians are going to do with their lineup, as there has been uh, right throughout the series. But the strong, strong rumour um, out of indoor is that they're going to go with the three seamers, with green now available for selection. So Stark Green... Boland is tipped to come back into the side, which will, which will mean one of the spinners, Murphy or Kuhneman, will miss. So Lionel obviously will be the premier. So which spinner. one? If I was pushed to, I would. Well, they Murph liked, did they, Murph. What was it? He had a. It, it'd be uh, stiff, but I, I think they like the variety of the left armour. So uh, they've made a they've made a you know pointed effort of getting him over there to provide a bit of variety. Murphy will be very unlucky. He hasn't but, done a but, whole lot wrong. Nothing. Nothing wrong, but I think I think if it came down to one or the other, mm. just from a, I wonder whether right. pe- people agree or not. You call you get on. Let us know what what you would do if it was out of right. Murphy or Coon. That's right, Coon. That's right. You call you get on. Midday madness guarantee. You call you will be on the airwaves. And that wasn't looking likely five or ten minutes ago no. because the old uh, phone lines were uh, shizing. But uh, the techs upstairs who are magnificent, when they have to get rolling. Can they just swing in mm. gear? Sometimes takes a, a little bit of time to get from the fourth floor, uh, fifth. Uh, fifth floor yep. down to the uh, ground floor. But yep. Yep. once they get their hands on the actual equipment, <laughs> things seem to get resolved that is, quickly. <laughs> that is very true. Mel- Melbourne Rebels membership day here as well. <laughs> they're not quite that speed, but they're, they're, they're good. They're very efficient. Mm. Jason Tuttle's going to join us from the Rebels. Uh, hey, Super Rugby's underway, Rebels. by the way. Yeah, I know. S- started well, last week. Uh, did, uh, well, there's really good news for the Rebels Ooh. coming in the form. Is, now, again, I, I really apologise here because I'm not 100% sure of the pronunciation. But, uh, or pronunciation. Pronunciation. Tanila Tupo is uh, signed with the Rebels. Now, he's not available right now, but um, he'll be starting up next season. But my Next uh, season? Yeah, my uh, belief is he is um, of the highest of high grade. Where's he coming from? Where's he been playing? I need to do a little bit more research because I oh. only found this out. Well, the way you just in the uh, last, uh, I've just read like right now. That's right, right. <laughs> like literally, 
Well, the way you were seconds, building it up and announcing it to no, us, I thought you knew a bit about the bloke. But uh, that's uh, very <laughs> exciting. I wish I could get a bit more excited about it. If there's any... He's, he's, mate, he's a wallaby. He's not like he's just rank and file. Chop liver. He's a real player. So if there's any... I tell you, the point you made, though, Andy... He's going. I apologise for interrupting. But the point you made is a very valid one. Uh, it hasn't been given the attention the start of the season has that not. I think we're normally accustomed to. No. No, it hasn't. It's clearly got here in Melbourne. Clearly, it's a different. Yeah, you know, there's a different um, appetite for it in other parts of Australia. That being Super Rugby and New Zealand and South Africa, all around the world, obviously. But um, it's got its heartland nucleus here in Melbourne. But they, the Rebels, for all of the good stuff they do, they're represented by high quality people, and they're a terrific organisation. But they haven't quite been able to cut through the way the Storm did. And does that just come down to success, Keith? Is that is that the thing that? Oh, that's got a bit to do with it. So if they won a cha- if they won a championship, remember when it first was launched? The Rebels was launched. It was huge. Uh, we had regular guests on the program. There was a bit of hype about it all, and it and you're right. The 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 results weren't forthcoming, uh, where they've like made a splash and had a, a mm. been able to uh, get. Some type of traction in a very, very busy, busy city when yeah. it comes to elite sports, and I guess the Storm, their success that they've had, well, they had success quickly too, didn't they? Like they, they did, yeah. And with uh, all the other stuff going on, whether it's the A League and 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 I know there are a lot of these things, the cricket, the tennis, all the other stuff, then they're played at different times of the years, but it, but it still does occupy a lot of your headspace, and to to commit yourself in a tribalistic way where you're going to go in week in, week mm. out to a Rebels game, uh, it hasn't, I don't know, my, my perception, it hasn't really didn't. Now, I haven't been to a Rebels I have, game. I've been to a couple. I've been it, to like one. It's a good show. It's it a, is. It's a good Nothing show. It's a good day it. out and it's a good show. Mm. And I think I think we're not necessarily about in this state. We're, we're not mm. always, we're not sort of specifically about if you win, we're in. Yes, and we'll back you. Well, I, think, I, I think it does, but it does help. And I, I think I'll be fascinated as if the Rebels can actually win the thing. If they win the thing one of these days. Well, they lost the other day. They yeah. lost to the No, force. but I'm talking about win the whole thing. Not, we're not saying. win a game. <laughs> I'm talking about win the whole thing. No, if they I, win the whole thing, I wonder whether that – What then I'll be fascinated to see what sort of traction they get if that's the case. Mm. Anyway, we'll wait and see. That's uh, to be determined. And we'll talk to Jason Tuttle about you know how close they are if they're – Close at all. Uh, you call, you get on. Midday Madness. Uh, the best caller today uh, is going to be the king of callers uh, going into the running this week for your chance to win that trip to King Island. You and two mates, including flights, accommodation, rounds of golf at mm. two, if three, if you can fit it in. Spectacular golf courses. Uh, two, two of them are world class. Well, you don't get that on other shows, do no you? No chance. No chance. You'll be flying down with us. Mm. You'll be uh, having fun. You'll be playing for... Team SEN against Team King Island, and away you go. You've just got to be able to be out at Moorabbin Airport, Southern Airlines, Colin, the crew will fly us down on Sunday. You need to be available Monday and Tuesday. Mm. So get on the line, one 736 736 to be part of all that. It is the Tradies Hour for Ace Gutters, Australia made built to last. It's a different time for us, and uh, it doesn't always uh, get oh. the response that we're looking for. Can I just, because, say, uh, can I just oh. be sorry to butt in, but okay. I've just had a very important piece of information provided to me by the boss, yep. that being Julian DeStoop. Uh, there will be two callers today go into the draw. Two callers. Two callers go into the draw uh, alongside Monday's winner, Andrew from Croydon. The lucky name drawn at the end of the show will take on last week's winner, Shane, tomorrow. 
uh, in a special quiz to see who mm. wins that magnificent trip to King Island. That's I right. I do apologise for interrupting. No, no, not at all. That was a very important piece of information he oh, provided. Right. But um, no, just the feedback that comes if on the uh, temper text. Different, slightly different audience. Uh, Twelve to uh, two thirty. Go on. Surely there must be be somebody better than you two clowns to fill in two <laughs> and a half hours before the cricket. That's from Double O Two. Well, is, is that ban- I think is that that's, um, bit sp- of, that's a bit of banter. That's a bit oh, of friendly on. banter. Oh. <laughs> Wayne it Russell. was just banter. <laughs> just, that's not Dwayne's number. I think it might be. No, no, um, but um, is that um, that's it is that blockable? That, that no, that I, I like to think that that's said with a bit of a smile on the face. Yeah, oh. you say clown with a bit mm. of you know. Sort of a bit of a charming sort of... We're joined now by two professional clowns. Thank you very much. Uh, Darren's in Blackburn. Your call's 1-300-736-736. I've got to get to the open letter that has been written uh, by the head of Tasmanian footy, uh, Damien Gill, and Gillan McLaughlin just posted uh, Mm. as Jared was finishing up and we were coming in. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. You know what else we need to get to is uh, the impact it's had uh, because we've been following this brouhaha between the Collingwood Football Club and the other uh, tenants at the MCG. You are a champion of the people. And it would appear as though there has been a little bit of give and take. And as I said, that they would come to some type of resolution where, well, maybe they don't, all parties don't walk away completely happy, but it seems like they've well, we'll reached a that. resolution where there's been a bit of a compromise the, by at, Collingwood. It, well, They still get <laughs> some of the privileges for some of the members, but not all of them. You are, no, hey, listen, you don't mm. wear the mantle. Captain of Australia for nothing, right? You don't. You are Australia's captain for a very good for, well, for a number of reasons, really. and this is another one. Mm, I there wasn't be, fighting for him. There but... may be a couple of thousand Collingwood supporters who have been accustomed to having their seats available to them at away games. It's a setback for them, uh, but because the... they had fifteen thou, and the yeah. the suggestion is eleven thou will remain, uh, mm. and there'll be three or four thou that are then put back to the other yeah, clubs. So, yeah. again, I don't think everyone goes home happy. No. But in if when you, there's a dispute, it's about trying to find the middle ground. So if you are one of those displaced Collingwood supporters who's become accustomed to having uh, that reserve seat at away games and you want to vent your displeasure mm. at the man who has lit the fuse under this one and forced change, mm. it's not me, it's him. You can give us a call and no, have no, direct no. access to him. No. Because it was <laughs> no, you I asking did. the question of John O'Rourke on Friday, the Richmond president... This story was just sort of simmering away. It wasn't really cutting through until no. you asked the question. No. And bang, the whole thing has taken on a momentum. You've no. insulted Eddie Maguire. No, it was Jared. You have, that you have personally no. insulted Eddie Maguire. No, I did not. In fact, here is the question that, that set the cat well and truly amongst the pigeons. Because I didn't realise that Collingwood had this preferential treatment. It seemed like a, a, I wasn't aware of it. it, seems like a very awkward situation. Well, okay, not, not to get in a spat with Collingwood, I think we can leave that till round two at the MCG. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. Well, that, There it is. I can't see how that was sort of On provoking behalf, any type no. of reaction from anyone. Well, a doubt. It was just it a simple question that I'd read, and it was actually Jared Waitley, I think, who uh, started the ball rolling with his uh, with his interview. Um, Jared, so, Jared is always thoughtful mm, and insightful. Probing. But probing. But you were the provocator mm, on this one. Mm. You were the one that actually got the 
wheels of change well and truly in motion, with all due respect to G. Whiteley, who is a master of the craft. Uh, Darren is in Blackburn, uh, has jumped on the line. You call, you get on, you're going to win That's prize, it. and you might go, you might be on a plane mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday night down to uh, King Island, playing some golf, if you're lucky and you're that way inclined. Hey, Daz, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Gazy, I think you need to go into hiding, mate. We're coming oh, for you. Oh, dear. We know where you live. Oh, it's not. We're coming for you. <laughs> no, come on. I had nothing to do with it. Rubbish. I was just trying to understand the issues. Rubbish. But I think what they've done is, uh, yep, it's going to upset some of the Collingwood uh, fans, but there's been, it seems like there's a bit of a transition taking place, isn't there? Oh, look, I think once you've transgressed, we're like the mafia, mate. We don't forgive. <laughs> it, may take, it may take us some decades, but we'll, we'll get around nice to Nice work, it. Darren. I did want to touch base on the cricket, lads. And, yes. Uh, yes. And, and, and the selection there. And I, and, and I think um, if they are going to go with the three seamers, I think young Murphy may be the one mm. to miss out. I agree with you, Mari, about, um, about the variety of the left arm. And I think it's important, and we see the difference that Jadeja makes when he bowls, even though um, India don't have as many lefties, and I think they need to work on that. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, but I, I really do like the balance of, of, of Stark coming in with um, with the big left arm quick, uh, green, that back of a length hits the bat hard, and Boland is just really hard to put away on those Indian pitches and can build pressure, and especially if he bowls in tandem with one of the spinners at times. I, I, I like the look of this team, um, and I think we well look. You know, all we need to do is draw one to make that Test Championship final. But um, if we go winless here, then that could be a hollow win over there. In well, exactly right. Anyway. Exactly yeah. right. Hey, it's a very good call from you, Darren. So much so that you're going to be probably uh, won't be the last time we hear your name today. I wouldn't have thought. And, oh, I'm and willing also, to, go I'm on. willing to pass on a little bit more, a little some something for the effort. Oh, I'd like you to because uh, I want to give him the fifty dollar La Cabra voucher, nice the goat you. of Melbourne Mexican food, <laughs> La Cabra. Get your get your gold on. <laughs> oh. What's with the? What's that all about? That's a goat. Oh, okay. What What do you think? Oh, it's a, it's <laughs> it's sort of like an. An infected one or something, but <laughs> it might not be terribly well. Mm. John's on the road, seventeen past seventeen past twelve. It feels odd to say that. It feels hard. It just feels odd, but it's nice. Oh, I can see why Dwayne likes this slot. Uh, John, welcome. Yeah, thank you, boys. Um, yeah, Andrew, you were, you mentioned earlier um, about here in Victoria that we're a, a culture that don't necessarily follow winners. I want to respectfully disagree with you. Sure. I think we we are. I think we are that way. We, we follow a team that's always winning. Um, we're not really that loyal. The AFL has been very good in some areas in promoting the game and getting good deals for the product that they've already got. They haven't been very good at promoting loyalty. Um, so, you know, I think a football team is a bit like part of your family, your child. You throw everything behind it, mm. money, time, whatever. But if it doesn't turn out to be as good as you hoped, you don't just toss it out. You're still going to stick with it. So, you know, it's why in England, second and third division teams actually still thrive and, you know, get 30,000, 40,000 at their games. It's all about how loyal you are to your own. Oh, no doubt about that, Johnny. No, you make some... I, I, I was taking the AFL out of the equation because that's generational stuff there. I was more talking about the kind of the new club, relatively new clubs that have come into existence in the kind of Melbourne slash Victorian sporting environment. And 
the storm audience, the, the storm crowd, they, they stick. The Melbourne Victory crowd, you know, to a degree, they stick, um, irrespective of how the teams are going. And uh, the Rebels, outside of the hardcore rugby fans, they haven't quite been able to spread their wings and expand and capture a new market yet because the ultimate success has kind of avoided them. But I'm just wondering, and I, well, hopefully we'll get to see it sooner rather than later, that if they do, you know, climb the mountain and win the thing, uh, whether they, how much that, how much traction they get and how much of that uh, will stick um, beyond the, the, the momentary success. Well, I think Johnny might have a prize as well, Keith. On oh, my word, Johnny does. Hey, John, uh, I'm going to also give you a $50 Cabra voucher. It's uh, the, the goat of Mexican food, as I said. Wash your hands and get your, get your gold on. Well, there's a bit of that, but there's some mighty fine Mexican tucker at La Cabra. Sir, there certainly is. Hey, Bruno, Justin, Dave, ju- two Justins on the line. That's You don't see that every day of the week. Mm. Uh, we're going to get to you all on the other side of the break. We're here for Berwick BMW. Book your service today at Berwick BMW. Foxtel footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel and Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Well, I can see Dave in Heidelberg just down the list is a Collingwood member. Hopefully he's not one of these sensible, reasoned Collingwood supporters. Hopefully he's a wild and angry one. Why? Who's going to be affected by your campaign. No. To steal seats it's not, off them. I tell you. They built the Southern Stand. They built the MCG. Please, Andy. Come and on. you are taking seats away from people who built it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not at all. Justin. All I did was ask a very simple Justin. question and trying to find out what the common ground is, <laughs> and I believe we've got there. You call, you get on Melbourne Rebels membership day. Support your Melbourne Rebels this Super Round Friday night against the Hurricanes. Mm. Uh, Justin's in Manor Lakes. Good afternoon to you, mate. G'day. Uh, how you going, Murray? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, great show. Um, I just want to ring up about the uh, cricket team. Go ahead. Like, yes. Uh, I think the media just said, I think the media has given the Aussie cricket team a really hard run. I think a lot of there's a lot of fickle supporters out there as well. I mean, when you look at the fifth century, India's won once in Australia, as much as Australia's only won once in India. You know, every other one's been like four nil whitewash, pretty much. Mm. So I don't think over the last 25 years, India's performed any better than Australia really has. Uh, yeah. You know, like when you look at when you look at this series. Yeah, had a debutante at seven seven wickets in the first test. Yeah, Gary Lyon got five wickets in the last. If all we need for bowlers to click together, we've won the test. Hey, hey, Justin, the second, I, I th- the second test was the start of day three. We had that game in the palm of our hand. So, had that two hours of cricket gone differently, mm. we might be having a very different conversation about the Australian team mm-hmm. and we'd certainly have a very, potentially have a very different um, uh, reaction to what we're about to cross mm. over to with, with the anticipation of it all. But isn't it the manner that they've played, the way they, they've been rolled over, the way they've given wickets away, the, the lack of, the apparent lack of fight at key moments, isn't, isn't some of the selection issues, isn't that what has kind of stuck in the craw a bit when we when we assess what's happened in the first two tests? Well, the, fir- the first test was a total debacle. Yep. Like, they leaving Travis Head out, like, yep. nobody could believe it. No. You know, he's, he's, he's in a top 10 batsman in the whole world. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. The second test, we scored one run more than them in the first innings. Yeah. You know? But, but but you can't turn yeah. your back on what happened in the first session of day three. You can't. That that is that was the match right there, and you can't 
you can't pretend that that didn't happen. It actually did happen. And uh, the nature with which we were rolled over and the way we applied ourselves to the task was incredibly disappointing. I, I can't remember being that that angry and watching an Australian test team for a, a long, long time, mm. the way we just capitulated and the manner that we went about the task mm. on on day three of the second test. Well, that's right. And you talk about the losses, and, and it's fair to say because you look at the recent history, when was the last time? One, 2002. In India, yeah. oh, it's, it's for two thousand four. It's hard so, to but, do. No, so, that, that's noted, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that you, you you accept that that it's always going to be a challenge, mm. and history shows that not just for this team, but teams in the past. But I think your point is the thing that's got people upset. It's the manner in Correct. which you're competing that raised a few question marks about mm. either the selection or the, the coaching, the individual decision-making, all those things and, where it's it's jumped out. And, and just to your first point, Justin, India have won their last two series here in Australia. I think you said it was only one, but uh, they've won their last couple of times they've come down here. Uh, thanks for your call, though. So, uh, Keefe, Signet Boost Power Bank, come and Justin's oh, why one. why not? Yeah, yeah Signet Boost. It's, on the a, task at hand, it's a beautiful want. power bank, too. Forty-four mm. ninety-five. wish I had it yesterday. I left it at home. But the Signet Boost Power Bank, it'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered. 24 hours a day. That's how good it is. Hey, that's why Rod mm. is the best. People at home won't know, you know, what just happened then. But Rod didn't know that was coming. Rod didn't know that you were about to, you know, sort oh, of. I've been just, doing it the last. Oh, yeah. two or three Can you weeks. just let me build it up, please? Sorry. Rather than sort of take all the wind out of the balloon, just let me all the okay. air out of the balloon. Just let me pump up the man. He's he's had a tough couple of months. You know, mm. there's been a few letdowns in the private life on the way through. He, he just keeps needs bouncing a pump. back. Though. He does, and good luck mm. to him. And if we can help him in his kind of saw, personal rehabilitation, then I think we should. He went and saw Boys to Men last night. Apparently, fantastic. Boys to Men. Is that? A- Now, I've just been corrected. He went and saw, same genre, I think, the Backstreet Boys. Right. So, uh, but that's who he went and saw, and he said they were terrific. Good, good. No, no, it looked like they put on a show. How old are they? They'd be the Backstreet Men now, wouldn't they? They wouldn't be the Backstreet Boys anymore. Mm. They'd be well and truly grown up. It'd be men. Probably time to give it away. Instead of boys to men, it's men to grandfathers. Something like that, you know. Yeah, time to pass the baton on to Mm. other 17-year-olds. Well, they're Mm. probably 30-year-olds pretending to be 17. Are you off to the MCG to see Ed Sheeran? I know you went and saw... Shifter uh, Shifter Sheeran. Yeah, Shifter. (laughs) No. No, I'm not. Because like you went him. and saw Harry. Well, yeah, because the kids wanted to see right. Harry, so I took them. I, saw, I heard that uh, Tim and, and um, Gary, the uh, Gary Lyon, he, he does a radio show with Tim Watson. In the yeah, no, I was just thinking about how to phrase this, right. but uh, I believe that they were having a debate this morning about who is more popular, either Harry or Ed. Debate about it. I, well, they're well, discussing how, why it. Is there, why is there any? There's no, no discussion just, to be had, Goof. It's clearly... Uh, it's an absolute landslide, one way. Well, I would have thought it would be Ed, but you've corrected. I beg your pardon. Yeah, I would have thought. Now, I don't and what follow... data? what data would you be using to support that Well, I premise? just think that he probably had a few more number one hits. Thousand and one. If you consider the band that uh, Harry used to be in, not that I was ever a fan of One Direction, but... Oh, one terrific Direction. band. No, that's right. Yeah. Terrific. No, they, they had well, they some wonderful had, tunes. How many number one hits would they have had? Oh, they would have had a lot. Uh, would they, they were big. They, he would have sold over 100 million records, the boy. Mm. Uh, between his solo career and One Direction. Mm. Oh, hey, with all due respect to Ed Shifter Sheeran. Um, uh, he's a saner. Well, that's, he got mm. it, that's why he's got a footy nickname, right. Shifter. Right. Um, right. 
He, uh, mm. with all due respect to him, mm. uh, he's, there's, a, there's a daylight between he and, okay. uh, he and Harry. Well, I wouldn't know. I think they're both fine. Hey, make sure you get involved in Gazy's quiz after oh, yes. two today, particularly if you're an F1 fan, because we have got, listen to this, listen to this for the winner of the quiz today. Mm-hmm. A double pass to see Juan Pablo and Sebastian Montoya, who we had on the show yesterday, mm. live on stage when we do the show in our normal slot. Yes. Live on stage at the Palms at Crown, Melbourne, Thursday, March 30. Meet, greet, food, bev, package, yep. DJ, and then reserve seats for the events at the Palms at Crown. Mm. It's unbelievable. It's valued at 499 bucks a ticket. Mm. And we are giving a double password. That's nearly $1,000 worth of passes. Well, the quiz has become a very, very popular part of the usual run-home uh, schedule. Uh, you've tried to butcher it a little bit and oh. talk over the top of me and ruin it. And uh, hopefully uh, today we'll have another fun day with the quiz. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do today. Shut up. I, I, I will. And I'm, I'm not going to no, say... No, you're allowed to chip in a little no, bit. No, no, I know. No, no because let... when I do chip in, this is no, what no, you but... do. When I feel you flagging, I chip in and I just help help me old mate along. No. But you do it today and I'm going no. to leave the studio. I don't want that. No, no, I do want I it. I want we'll you see just how to you be go. nice. We'll see how much, how much life there is in the quiz. Without your little mate uh, lending a no, hand. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, you, that's good. Yeah. We'll do that. Justin's oh, in. Justin's in Heidelberg. Uh, you call. You get on. It's, I don't know what we're giving away that much stuff today. It's crazy mm. stuff. Uh, Juzzy, welcome to the program. Cheers, Andy. Thanks, mate. Thanks, uh, Jazzy, superstar. Um, stirring the pot with the old Collingwood scenario. I didn't, Justin. I didn't, Justin. And Andy, don't, don't please don't. It, mate. I'm, a, I'm a Collingwood supporter, and I think it's only fair if teams are at home. They probably should get the satisfactory seats that are required. There so I'm go. all for it. Well uh, Thank you. Um, and I'm actually, you know, boys, looking forward to this season coming up. I reckon there's mm. about a dozen teams that are any chance of finishing top eight and being competitive. A and dozen. Couldn't agree with you more. Open, mm. It's an open season, I reckon. So uh, that's it with my footy. Um, yep. One more thing, if I was going to touch on with the cricket, um, I'm a cricketer. Yep. I am staggered the way the boys continue to want to sweep on decks that bounce about a foot. Yep. When, you know, we watched Scar Coley and Rowan and that in the second innings using their feet to spin, playing it straight down the ground. I just don't know why the boys can't focus on being a better version of that. Mm. Here, here. It's been staggering. Absolutely staggering. Now you're going to get a on these wickets. You're going to get a good ball every now and again. You're going to get balls that are unplayable, and that you just got to cop that sweet, Justin. Mm. But the, what what we saw, and we've done that. We've we, but surely there's going to be a redressing of what we saw in the second test today, and whether the we'll wait and see what those. So so you're like, you're of the view that uh, the biggest area of improvement is just going to come with the bat. So what we do, oh, yeah. we've seen what we've done with the ball. It is what it is. We've been in the game. That's right. We have. So it's just what we can do with the bat. Correct. It's going to be Correct. the game changer. Yes, no doubt. And play the moment. Play the moment. Like mm. Steve Smith didn't play the moment in the second test. Steve Smith was, the shot he played, hopefully he's lost sleep over that. Well, he did. He had a tantrum when he went back oh, into the, well, good. the sheds. Yeah, well, good. Oh, well, and disappointed with himself. Well, good. He should have been. He's he's one of the greatest players in the history of the game. And to play a shot like that at that moment was was inexcusable. Mm. And he, uh, let's hope, and we'll get to see. We're not far away. If we win the toss, well, whatever. We, we, however the game plays out, we're going to get to to see what sort of mental adjustment there's mm. been from the Australians and. Justin, he's picked up a prize oh, as well. He's had. You've won a round of golf for you and three mates at Epic Arena with with beverages. Immerse yourself, immerse yourself 
in Epic Golf at Epic Arena on Melbourne Road, Newport. It's Melbourne's one of their better suburbs. Yes, I've it is. Newport. Changed that Beautiful. from what it actually read there, but it's fun. You yeah, get there yeah. And there. Hey, when you do immerse yourself, what, what are you what are you doing? Immerse if you're, yourself. If you're immersing yourself. You immerse yourself. Yeah, I understand that, but you say when you are immersing yourself, what, what what does that look like? Well, it's sort of like immersing, <laughs> but you immerse. <laughs> now, Andy, She's check got a lot this of calls out. Here, Ed Sheeran, yeah. seventy-seven million monthly listeners. Harry Styles, sixty-six million monthly what listeners. What does that mean? More people. What, what, what? Where? Where is that? I'm talking about records sold. No, this is listening. Who listens what, every where? month what? on Spotify oh, and those, you know, Apple, iTunes, and well, that's a good. Well, there's one data supporting Ed Sheeran. Uh, Dave's in Holderberg. He's oh, a con. Right. No, no, there's one piece of data. We looked it up before the show. Sammy Edmund was in the room. We mm. did the numbers together. It was overwhelming that Harry has sold a bazillion more records than mm. Ed. But anyway, that's you know we'll just wriggle on. We're not asking who you like better. It's not what we're saying. Okay, well they're all coming. There's a lot of support. Most people are saying Ed Sheeran. <laughs> well, the, well, there the you go. Well, Do you stand, want me to go another no, one? No, no, I stand corrected. Oh, Ed Sheeran's more popular than Harry Styles. There you go. Mm. Dave's in Holderberg. Oh, Com- see, you just throw the toys out of the car. Well, I'm happy to move lose. on, mate. I don't really care. I just give you a little <laughs> bit of feedback about how you need to behave during the quiz. Oh, I'm going to run <laughs> off, run off, run off, and there you're carrying on like a oh, like a getting can, confined. Can you look me in the eye? Yeah. Are, we, are you looking me in the eye? Oh, yeah. Is this the face of someone cares who's more popular no, see, between Ed Sheeran and Harry Styles? Don't look away. Uh, do I, well, you were screaming at me and you were Googling and it's... trying to get results when we were in the office well, earlier. And look... now, because you've lost, you've just <laughs> suck it up and then say, I don't care. It's really <laughs> poor by you. <laughs> we looked it up and the numbers that we could find, it was a landslide sure. one way over the other. You're anyway, a bad loser anyway. Dave in Holderberg. Davey boy. <laughs> Hello, David. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. How are we? Yeah, yeah. mate, yeah. terrific day. Really good. Yes. It's a beautiful day, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm ringing up about the Collingwood situation and not blaming anybody. No. Right, Daisy, get that out of the question. Good. Not blaming anybody. Thank you. Uh, first, first, just a bit of very quick history. Mm-hmm. Way back when Collingwood went to the MCG, I went and organised at 9 o'clock in the morning, organised 12 seats for a group of us. Yes. Fantastic. Got the seats. Chose the seats. Mm-hmm. Loved the seats. Five years later, we changed the legend members. You know, got the benefits of being a legend member. Yep. A couple of years later, got another couple of members. We're now up to 18 of us in the one group going to footy, That's including great. four four family members, grandmother, son, grandson, right down. Four generations of going to footy in that 18. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here worried for us 18 that we're one of the, well, we're 18 of the 4,000 that are going to lose our Right. Family. So but, obviously that's not good. But, but that builds with it some trepidation about one not getting our seats we've loved for the last I don't know twenty years, whatever. And secondly, breaking up. There's no one known you can move a group of eighteen if we have to move from our seats. No, that's true. But David, it's it's only going to be for the games when it's not your home game. Yeah, yeah. So and you will still be able to attend, and I dare say you still will be able to find. Although it's more difficult, no, wait, look, that that part of it, if they do, the, there would wait, be very few very, games. It's very hard to get eighteen seats together. It's very hard. But but the point you made at to the MCG together, that, yeah, yeah, you've never clearly tried to book a seat online, but that's okay, Dave. You're not the situation that you become accustomed to, and mm. I can understand why it's so important and precious to you. And it sounds like a great family tradition that you've been part of. For your home games, as Gazy mm. just said, nothing's going to change. No boy, changes. Mate. It's only those away games that Collingwood broke at this deal all 23 years ago. 
to have these 15,000 seats available to Collingwood members at home games of other teams. Yes. That, that's what's potential. That's what's going to change. And you may not be affected by it, mate. So uh, depending at all, I'm sure it'll all depend on membership status and tenure of membership and all that sort of stuff. So, but for your home games, you've, you and your 17 others, nothing to worry about. Um, and you're the sort of supporters that footy clubs do, um, you know, kind of survive because of. Mm. So well done. But when that, done, when that deal was done, it wasn't um, forever and a day. It wasn't, I, I wouldn't have thought. It that was that... for 23 years. Hmm? It was that's right. It had a. So, fo- but right. I think it would, I don't know whether it would be reasonable to say, well, for ever, you are going to be able to have that deal when you've got to share the venue. No, sir. Hmm. I agree with you again. Hmm. You've you've sort of had some wobbly moments today, but you, the last couple of minutes you've been in very good form. <laughs> Bruno's in Geelong. Good Not afternoon. One wobble. <laughs> Not one wobble. Bruno. Good afternoon to you, my man. How is Geelong? Geelong's wonderful, Gazy. Thanks Beautiful. for asking. Thank you. Yeah, um, very pleasant change to hear you guys on at this hour of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hopefully Pop's not listening, but anyway, yep. Now, um, I've heard you both do a movie report, and it's fair to say I'm doing the listeners a favour by filling in this week for you. Good. Go right ahead. one for them to watch. Oh, no. Good. Okay, it's on, it's on Netflix. It's called Un- Untold, and it's the Australia 2 story. Now, just to let you know, like if you, our vintage, it's um, we, we all probably remember where we were, but very few of us will be familiar with the backstory. It's mm. amazing. It's worth watching. I've watched it twice now. Mm. Five very interesting characters in it. Alan yep. Bond, the Shane Warne of the Billionaires Club, the big gambler. He yep. was amazing. Ben Lexon, the genius. John Bertrand, incredible. Yep. I, won't, I won't fill in too much there. The one that caught me by surprise, Dennis Connor, very decent individual, mm-hmm. and the New York Yacht Club, the petulant rich boys club. Yeah. Oh, Amazing yes. story. Incredible. Australia's greatest sporting triumph, to be honest. Hey, Bruno, you know another one that was it's part real. of that um, that campaign was Rick Longley? Luke Longley's dad was uh, a part of that campaign. Now, I don't know what role. Well, what, what did he do? The, I, like I said, I don't know what specifically oh. what role he played. Was he on the boat? I don't know exactly right. what it, role he played, but I know that he played a role in that campaign. Right. Mm. But you don't know what role it was? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bruno, I've heard nothing but good reports for, about that doco. So that is a very, very good I'm ed- doing the, entertainment uh, today. review for the entertainment today, tomorrow. That'll be on. So I'm good. You, looking forward to that. What time? You have to uh, tune in. Uh, well, between, which are, I'm not sure because we're, 12, we're going on early tomorrow, I think. We are. So probably about 20 to 2, I reckon. Right. Let's put it in at 140. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's do it. Bruno, good work from you. Tradies, our race guard is Australian made, built to last. Uh, it is 16 minutes to one already. Don't know where the day's gone. Gary and Pat will get to you on the other side of the break. He went and saw Boys to Men last night. Apparently, fantastic. Boys to Men? Is that it? Uh, you haven't been wobbly at all today. You knew nothing about the Longley connection to the I Australia so. 2 campaign. I did you so. You knew there was a Longley associated with it somewhere along the line. You had no idea what his name was, whether it was well, his old man or uncle. It was his uncle. Well, Dave's in Ashburton, and he knows more about it than you do. And oh. thankfully, David has been able to give us a call. Okay. G'day, g'day, Dave. G'day, lads. Now, Gazy, he's in the Australian Hall of Fame. He yes. helped Bertrand select the crew. And look at the size of him. He was the number one grinder on the boat, all the horsepower. Yep. And uh, and the guy's just a legend. Of course and, he is. Mm. And if if you want to see where America's Cup sailing has gone to now, 
just have a look at the uh, sale GP highlights oh, from Sydney two weeks ago. That's outrageous. It's, 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 it's insane. Completely different vehicles. It completely changed. Con- they, uh, they look like nothing. Not even. No. Not even close. It's the two. They don't even look like boats anymore. No, and they just they, fly they get up along. out of the water. They do. It's crazy stuff. Mm. Uh, good on but you, John Dave. Longley. It was. Thank you. It was Rick's oh, brother. I oh, so you're all over it now, are you? Cross Gar- it, and he was the manager. Gary put uh, orchestrated a lot of it. Annie put it all together on the. Uh, it was is on there the grinder. a grinder? Is there a grinder on the growler? No, the plane. Do they have the? that we learned about yesterday? Oh, I don't know. Gary's in Avondale Heights. Uh, Gaz, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Andy and Daisy, Gazy. Uh, yep. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> Captain of Australia. It's a little bit confusing. Yeah, it's a little bit confusing when the pipe's not on this time. We, hey, Gary, um, we're confused well, about well, it after, too. After your last comment, we might not be on anymore either. So I'm Gaz, a fine guy. Enjoy our well, uh, enjoy our time while we're, we're here. We're discombobulated together, Gaz. Uh, far away. What do you got uh, for us? So you do a good job anyway. But Thanks. I wanted to talk a. Uh, um, bit about um, Steve Smith and perhaps the selectors can see this as a good opportunity for um, Steve Smith to get back to being captain again for the full-time position, really, because I, I think it's a much more better settled side with Steve Smith being captain and Cummings uh, just basically being the good fast bowler that he is. Yeah, it's, it's, one, of, it's one of those ones, Steve. I, I, Gary, I'm not sure everybody's I think. Well, have you got a view, Keith? Are you happy for Steve Smith to be captain of the Australian Test? No problem with no problem. No problem. No, no problem. No problem. Nope. Because he he is not the captain. He's he's filling in. He will have the captain's duties. But are you? Did you not hear what Gary said? Yes. He would like Steve Smith to be the permanent captain instead of Pat Cummins. Yes. Would you have a problem if that was the case? Uh, I. I, No, I wouldn't have a problem. I think that you, you've served your time. He, he fair enough. Copped a fair whack because of his horrific decisions that they made. Yep, whatever his involvement so were, was, yep. Well, poor. So he's he's done his time. Mm. I think you you live and learn, and you move on. And, yep. and if we believe that he's the right man for the job, then he should get the nod. Gaz, this do, is, do you? Gaz, we've got to get a real. Oh, I want your opinion though. I don't. No, it doesn't sit comfortably with me. Happy to have him back in the team. Gary, Signet Boost Power Band coming your way. Uh, Pat, don't go anywhere. We'll get to you on the other side of this quick break. And Patty Gisborne, who's jumped on the line and been hanging on patiently. Far away, Pat. Yeah, just, uh, hey, gents. Good, uh, Pat. Um, oh, just in regard to that last call, uh, we're pretty quick to jump off our captain, aren't we? He led us pretty well in yeah. the Ashes, in yeah. the home summer, Sri Lanka that's and true. Pakistan. So let's give him a bit, a bit of time. Yep, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Uh, just going back to like an eternity ago, Andy, you mentioned landslide uh, popularity, Harry Styles over Ed Sheeran. I'm a stats man, so I just jumped on Spotify monthly listens, and Ed Sheeran, 77 million versus Harry Styles, 66 million. Yeah. So I think Ed's got him covered. Well, that, that, that's one data that supports, certainly supports... It's the, the most important data. Well, well, therefore, it's all over. Well, okay. I'm happy to concede. See. I'm happy to concede. Well, I don't know what you want me to do. Just throw back the red truck and the teddy bear. Yep. And the dummy. Oh, oh, I mean, you suck it you up. think that I'm spitting. I, I, I'm more than happy out. to just go, well, I didn't know what I was talking about when it came to the popularity of those two gentlemen. And a, if Ed Sheeran's got him covered, then so be it. There's a tone about what we, you're saying. We just, just get a wriggle on and we move on. I like Harry. Uh, Magnificent to have you with us. We're in uh, for Pipe, of course, who's just having a little spell in the lead up to day one of the third test out of indoor India. 
What are the Australians got in store for us today, Keith? I think they're going to dig deep. I think there's a bit of adversity. There's a bit, a lot of emotion attached to it, and that can generate some good vibes in in the group because their their leader is going through a tough time. So, you know, there's some things that I if you want to if you want to have a, a glass half full attitude, I think there's a lot to to think of why the glass could be half full. So we saw the New Zealanders dig in when their backs were against the wall in the last three days mm-hmm. down there at the basin in Wellington. Why can't we do the same thing? Exactly. Dig in. Very tough conditions, but uh, it's backs to the wall type stuff. So Come there's on. no reason why you can't see a turnaround. So I love everything. This is when you're at your best. Mm. This is when you really do hit a very sweet vein of form. When you start razzing people up and tugging at the national heartstrings. No, it's true, it's Andy. When you're at your, I agree with you, Keith. I love everything mm. about it. Uh, in fact, James, uh, James Tuttle will be pumped. Jason Tuttle will be pumped. James will... James Tuttle will be pumped up listening to this uh, as he's listening to you rev up the Australian That's cricket right. team. Melbourne Rebels membership day. Support your Melbourne Rebels this Super Round Friday night. Tough test against the Hurricanes and uh, the scrum half of the Melbourne Rebels has been good enough to join us. G'day, James. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, boys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, what Thank did you, you. Give, us the, give us the skinny on the takeout from the opening round loss against uh, Perth last weekend. What, what, was, the, what was the wash up? Yeah, I'll be cliche to start off with. It was a game of two halves. Uh, we had them, <laughs> we had them about ten or eleven points at the break, and then um, failed to capitalise on that. So plenty of learnings early days in the season. So we go again Friday night. And so, where yeah. where does it break down? Like when you say the tale of two halves, what what was the primary difference? Yeah, well, they probably started the second half a touch better than we did. Um, they scored. We gave away a yellow card as well. So. Probably a seven-point swing and losing a player didn't really help us. Um, and we were just unable to get back into the match from that stage. Mm. So the glass half-full approach during the week, I mean, you, you have to look at it, you know, in the cold light of day and assess it uh, fairly. But but do you focus on the good stuff that you did more than uh, what happened after the half? Yeah, you got to, especially after one match um, in, into a long season. So we've, we've definitely spoken about what needs to improve, but then definitely highlighted where we were great and where we can then um, get the Hurricanes on Friday night. And what about, I'm, I'm reading an article in relation to some of the new rules to try and speed up the game. Seems like all sports are doing it these mm. days to, I guess, fit it into to, uh, TV schedules and uh, other things. How, how have you fi- found uh, some of the rules? Yeah, they were a bit trying on, on the weekend. The big ones are around the, the time it takes to set a scrum. They brought that down to 60 seconds, and if they can't get it done in that time, they'll just award a free kick to the, the side with the footy. So that's a good one because they're, they're the ones where you can sort of wait two, three minutes, players lose interest, um, and I guess the fans lose interest as well when, when they're waiting to set those scrums. So um, that's probably the biggest one, along with the shot clock with goal kicks and penalty kicks. But... Um, I think, yeah, they were, they were good on, on Friday Friday night and um, we'll see them again down here in Melbourne at the Super Round. It sounds like you're a fan of the changes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a small uh, back that likes to use his speed, I think it's a good one good one for us. Um, it's great for the fans as well and, and when the game's, you know, trying to, to get as much support as we can across the nation in, in especially a World Cup year, um, I think it's really good to get some new fans involved. And you, you speak about that sport across the nation, uh, support. How do you find the support here in Victoria? Andy and I were talking about it a little bit earlier. And, um, yeah, we just we just feel like it hasn't really kicked on like we might have thought a few years ago when it all was, um, when it all was starting. 
Yeah, I think we've, we probably haven't gone as well as the Storm have in terms of, I guess, supporters and membership. And I think the good thing that they've done is, is be quite successful mm. winning premierships, getting some of the big-name players down here to Melbourne. And off the back of that, you, know, you want to support a team that's going well. So we've got a new sign. Oh. Big crop up from Queensland, Tenula Tupo, one of the Wallabies stars. Yes. He's a household name throughout Australia and yes. across the world. So I think that's probably part of the, part of the reason. Um, obviously, he's a fantastic footy player. But when you do get the big names in the squad, obviously, they're going to help you on the field. But from a from a support and membership standpoint, that's also very, very helpful. And, and he has a signing. But my understanding is it is it Achilles injury or something. He's not actually going to be a part of the program until the following year. Is that right? Yeah, so, th- so we've signed him for 24. He's still the Reds this year, and hopefully he can take out his rehab and get all that done up there, and he'll come down come down in the summer to us, ready to go. Just on the frontier nation, nature of the Rebels, um, James, I mean, you're a nudgy boy, and you know, you're know you a former Reds player. What is the, amongst sort of the, the non-Victorians, and there's not many you know of those who are playing the kind of quality football required to be, you know, playing rugby at the level that you do just yet, what is the sense out there in the rest of Australia of what the Rebels offer as a, as a destination club? Yeah, so we're very well connected, our board. Um, if we're looking at it from an off-field perspective, they've got, they've got extreme business connections across the, the city here. Um, and you, you liken it to the Roosters in Sydney. They're able to get players there, um, I guess, on the cheap because they want to be at a club um, that offers the players something else. So we've definitely got that. From our perspective, um, if you love sport, you're in the best best city in the world as well. Where we train at Amy Park, you've got the Storm with us, Melbourne Victory, Melbourne Demons, Collingwood across the street, MCG across the road, um, Tennis Australia for the Oz Open at the start of the year. So if you're interested in your sport, it's a, it's a fantastic spot to be. And there's just so much happening in Melbourne. So um, I think we've been able to get some plays in the past, early days, your Curly Beals, James O'Connors mm. um, that have come down. So... All it takes is one or two, and I think we're on the right track. That that precinct thing that you talk about, I, I drive past Gosh's paddock every day on the way to work, and every single day mm. there's there's at least one of you mob out there doing your drills, whether it be any yeah. of those teams that you mentioned. On some days you're out there together. You, you, you're doing your, your rugby drills and Victory are doing their... Uh, their soccer drills next year. Uh, it's a is that a take us inside the players' perspective? How much fun is it to be in that sort of precinct with all of those other athletes, men and women, um, around the place? Yeah, you're a kid in a candy store if you yeah. love sport like I do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking like you see the demons boys walk past the other day, Gorney and Petrarca and the like, and um, we share the same field as the Storm. So typically, if we're finished early the day and they're still on field, I'll head out and have a look at what they're doing. Um, and you've got Collingwood on the other side as well. So you're just in one of the best sporting precincts, I think, globally um, in terms of the amount of teams here, the professionalism of them and the big names that are there. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it is. It's, uh, it's a, a fantastic environment and the facilities they have there, Andy. World it's uh, unbelievable. Hey, just uh, we got the World Cup, like you mentioned. Eddie Jones has been appointed the coach. And, and I was reading the other day that he's hired um, a former uh, NRL star, Brett Hodgson, as part of his, his coaching staff. How... How difficult is it to make that transi- transition between the two sports? Because to me, it seemed, you know, well, it's a different, it's a similarities, of course, but it's a, a different game. But is that something that 
Did that surprise you with an appointment like that? I, it initially did, and I did some more research and had a look. He was just announced as, or be, to be announced as the English defence coach before Eddie got the flick at the end of last year. So um, right. I think maybe he's brought him down as, as part of that. But he's done some work previously in both union and league in England since he retired from, from the Tigers. So, um, I mean, if, if Eddie's appointing him, Eddie obviously knows something. He's not a... No. He's not a dumber operator um, by any stretch of the imagination. So um, he obviously knows something we don't. And Eddie's actually coming in. He'll be down from Melbourne the Super Round this week, and he's coming into training tomorrow. So I think there'll be a few boys, um, <laughs> a few boys on their toes. Pep in the steps tomorrow, <laughs> nice. uh, which will be interesting to see how they all operate a bit differently. Get down yes. there and have a look. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, jump on a tram mm. or a train and go down and have a look. It's it's good stuff. We're talking to James Tuttle, Melbourne Rebels. Scrum Half Rebels Membership Day here today. James, you've been down here for a couple of years now. Have you been, in terms of taking the game of rugby to, you know, um, a non-rugby state like, like we've got here in Melbourne, the city, and Victoria, the state, do you get out much? Does the club get out to schools much? And do you do any sort of, you know, kind of development and PRing of the game away from just representing the Rebels? Yeah, it's probably something that the Rebels do really well. We know we've got a strong footprint um, down here in Melbourne with the club rugby scene. Uh, a high contingent of that is guys that are Polynesian-based. Yep. So we know for us um, they're massive in regards to getting out, supporting them. Um, and, and we've got a, a strong number of guys in our squad that are, that are born and bred in Melbourne, and that's something that, we're identifying is we need to keep improving and bumping those numbers up. So our captain this year, first time ever we've been able to announce a captain as a, a Melbourne a Melbourne player that's born and bred in Victoria. So it's been fantastic. And, yeah, we definitely get out to the schools and, and have strong links to the, the club rugby community down here. Can you give us a sense for what the quality of rugby's like at grassroots level here in, in Melbourne and Victoria? Yeah, the numbers are huge. So support numbers are right up there. Obviously, nowhere near the, the AFL down here, but in terms of us in rugby league, unions got them covered um, in the juniors and, and through the seniors at club level. So um, people are down here tr- trying to grow the game. We've got a, a really strong Rugby Victoria um, staff group that, that work tirelessly day in, day out to try and grow that. And, and we know by getting some of the players representing the Rebels at a senior level, it, it just shows the juniors what they can achieve if they stay down here, stick to it, and work hard. Yeah, so, yeah the, the rugby Vic community, yeah, they work They work extremely hard. Hey, uh, just on a, a personal level, you've uh, already done a, a Bachelor of Business and a, a Bachelor of Laws, and you Jeez. just thought, well, that's not enough. I want to just jump in and do a, a Bachelor of Commerce, and you're currently doing a deacon. Uh, just give us a little, uh, your take, uh, interest rates, uh, are they up or down, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought a house a couple of years ago, my first property, so right. I was quite lucky that that we locked in a five year five year fixed rate. So nice. I'm not having my partner and I were not having to worry about that for the for the next few years. But I'd geez, I'd be stressing if I was coming off at the end of this year. <laughs> right. so, just yeah. just a little shout out to anyone but, who is you know cheer up, chin up the Westpac. Yeah. I saw the Westpac guru mm. the other day said. 
couple of rises mm. to come before we hit the peak. Uh, and then there's going to be seven rate cuts I did see. Well, that's nice. Uh, between uh, 24 mm. and 25. So but, it's mm. not all bad news. No, it's not. No. But that that's an incredible, incredible. You must have a, a real passion for study with all the work that you've done. Quite extraordinary. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got so much downtime. And um, through the Rugby Union Players Association, they're, they're able to chip in a bit of coin for for guys to you know do a diploma or get a certificate or your white card or anything like that so i mean my parents were pretty strong in pushing me to do stuff like that because rugby unfortunately isn't going to last forever so you got to have you got to have some sort of plan b and c and d so uh, we'll see how they go you've got them all covered if they if you had said to them you know when you were going through you know Mm. college and playing your developmental football that one day you'd be playing professionally down in melbourne what would they have said to you no well you never really think that especially being a brizzy boy Obviously, always wanted to. I originally wanted to play for the Broncos, so you're on. Um, made the shift to Union, though. But um, yeah, it's, it's weird how the the game can take you. That's probably a, an advantage of rugby union, mm. I guess, over over the league, where you can you can play in trouble anywhere. Mm, really awesome. now, like there's a, a comp in the USA that's been going for about four years now. Japan, France, anywhere in England. So um, it is really the global game, and and that gets highlighted every four years of the World Cup, but. Um, there's just great opportunities um, across the globe for 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 your game and, and being able to live and, and play professionally anywhere you want. And where do you see yourself as far as the Wallabies and the uh, World Cup? Uh, are we? Are, are, you're in there with them with a chance. Oh, you're always hopeful, but um, I've got a wedding in July, so hopefully there's no. Um, <laughs> No, no interruption for that. Other missus wouldn't be too happy. <laughs> oh, dear. No, that's true. How are the Achilles, by the way? You talked about your teammate and coming back from next year, of course, but coming back from Achilles issues. You've had a couple of battles with those. Do they ever, do they ever come back 100%? How are yours? Mate, I've been all right, actually. So I did first one back at the end of 2018 and then five months into the rehab, re-ruptured it. So that was very dark times, but... Since then, it's been really good. We have a, had a long, long rehab journey with it. Mm. Didn't run for about 14 months. So uh, we ticked pretty much every single box um, in, in that regard. So, no, they've been great since since I've come back with it. And um, I think playing a sport like rugby, being on the grass, um, a bit different if I was to say play basketball, you'd be mm. you'd be feeling it after every um, session on the hardwood. So, um, no, they've been great. How, how do you find it uh, down here? Like the weather conditions, it's like we're in, still in, well, just out of summer now, but been a bit chilly. And with those injuries. Had a pretty good run of it, Keith. Oh, Don't get talking about Melbourne's so. weather. It's oh, been, lousy summer. Been, you've got to be joking. The Not summer's a good been summer mag- whatsoever. Oh, you, dreaming, mate. What do you think, James? <laughs> Oh, I hate the heat. I'm a massive sweater, so I love it down here. Beautiful. There you go. Dry, dry heat in summer and, and those cool mornings and very wet and cool days during winter. Yeah. But, um, nah, I love it. We, you gotta, no, we love it. Too. Have, you, have, you, have you, not that you have to, by the way, but have you mm. hooked, in, hooked yourself into one of the AFL clubs? Have you found one that you support on the way through? Well, I haven't really adopted a Melbourne side. And I'm, I just don't know. Like, I first came down here and Richmond were going well, but I couldn't really jump on that bandwagon. Mm. I do live in Richmond. Um, obviously, see the Melbourne Demons boys a fair bit, but they've won their, their flag. So mm. maybe I'll go to Collingwood at the start of this year. It's been nice talking to you. It's been nice talking to you. No, 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 that's okay. No, it's not. It's not okay. He's good. No, I don't, mm. I don't know. Well, you, the other thing you do now that you've come to Melbourne, it says that you're a coffee hopping. You love to go around and uh, sample oh, all the coffee uh, mm. that's going on. 
what, what's the uh, number one? What's sitting number one right now as far as the best coffee? Oh. Yeah, easy. Cheeky Monkey on Swan Street. Uh, going there every morning. Um, and see my mate Sal, the owner there. So that is by far my favourite. I've been doing that for about 18 right. months. So Nice little shout-out. Nice little freebie Better on the way through. You played that, one beauti- played that beautifully, James. <laughs> There's hey, just, plenty of those. <laughs> just before we let you go, what can you tell us about Joe Pincus? I'm reading that he will be making his debut for the Rebels this week against the Canes. What, what can you tell us about him? Yeah, he's a, he's a good talent. He, we originally got him across from the Australian Sevens program. So he played a, a fair bit of years over there with them, and that requires you to have, you know, a lot of, a lot of good fitness, speed, agility, and power. So he'll be at the back for us, um, fullback. He, he probably would have made his debut last week if it wasn't for a, you know, a little strain quad in our last trial match. So um, no, I'm really excited, young fella, uh, student of the game. Um, I'm expecting big things for him Friday night. Well, mate, like so many of the Rebels yes. uh, boys, it's a joy to catch up with you. You terrific representatives of your club. Uh, hopefully you get on the winners list this Friday night. It's going to be a huge game against the uh, the Hurricanes, as we said. And on Melbourne Rebels membership day, what better day to show some interest, stick your nose in, and have a look and 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 commit. So, mate, good luck on Friday night. Thanks for coming on the program. Cheers, legends. Thank you. You're a good, good on you, Jason. J- J- James. James. Uh, James. <laughs> James. Calling Justin. What did you say to start with? Yeah, well, Julio had Jason Tuttle written well, down on the I, screen on, just, on our paper. That's why I went Jason. James with James Tuttle, James, the scrum half. Support your Rebels uh, at Super Round. He's of a superstar. He's a terrific fellow. Articulate, very well qualified. Oh, that's extraordinary. He's got us covered. Bachelor of Business, Bachelor of Laws, and uh, soon he'll knock over well, a Bachelor of Commerce. What do they say about idle hands? Mm-hmm. Is that the thing? There's a saying about that, isn't there? You know, so he keeps himself busy, stays out of trouble. Good fella. A good fella. Tickets at Ticketek if you want to get along. And why wouldn't you get along? Get along before the other footy season starts. Go and show your support to the Rebels. Get out there in number. So, but let's be part of a crew. Mm. The turns them around. When they run when out. When we finished last year, it was uh, down to lower. Ninth. Ninth. Tenth. 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 When they run out on Friday night, wouldn't it be nice if as they run out, they go, Jesus, look at this. How many people have turned up for mm. us tonight? Wouldn't that be quite something? It'd be lovely. Go on. Go and get your ticket at Ticket Tech. Melbourne Rebels Membership Day. And you know what I've always said? Mm. Be a rebel. Hey, uh, it's 27 minutes past one already. Uh, the quiz coming up after two. Time so if you're thinking... The, it does, mate. In the uh, pipe segment, sure it? does. Uh, if you think you know something about F1, uh, sharpen your tools. Uh, your mental tools, and get ready because the quiz is coming your way. Uh, Justin's in Coburg. He's jumped on the line. You call, you get on. Well, well, providing we're not talking to someone else, of no. course. Uh, Justin, you might have to wait a little while. True, true. Yeah. But you can just hang up the phone and call after the interviews are knocked over. That's what I'd be doing. Yep. You know, that's how I'd Well, play you it. might miss your spot in the queue, though. That's a good point. We don't have that callback function. No, mm. no. We do Which not. Some of those major organisations do have. <laughs> Justin's in COVID. The number you have dialed is not in service. Please check the number and try your call again. Nice work. Uh, good afternoon. To, we had a lot of Justin's call up today. Good afternoon to you, Justin. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you? Uh, to, top thanks, of, Justin. Top of me game. Justin, couldn't be happier. Uh, <laughs> no, I just want to talk about the uh, first game in the NRL tomorrow night, which is the Parramatta Eels and the Melbourne Storm. Yes. Yeah, go right ahead. How are we going to go? Very oh, good. I think because I'm a I'm a member of the Melbourne Storm, I think we're going to um, beat them easily. Mm. Um, I think if 
Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen gets through his injury. I think we we will have we will have a chance of beating Parramatta. See, there's some concerns there. Every time they ask the authorities about uh, him, they they're uncommitted, and that's usually not a good sign. No, no, no. When they terrible. don't say, "Ah, oh, well, hopefully yeah, round, round three, yeah, no, no. whatever it might be," but yep. they. So that is a, a, a genuine concern for one of the stars of the competition. No question. And, of that. course, a big, big part of the Storm so program. Craig Bellamy confirmed the other day, too, that this will, in fact, be his last year as coach. No, he didn't. He did so. He confirmed. He confirmed it. He said this will – he said most likely. No, but, was, but he did that last year no, as well. No, The way – if you saw the interview – He said it's closer to the end no, of the start. He no, didn't say – if you saw the interview – which he clearly didn't do. I heard him speak. Well, I watched the whole thing. I heard him speak and on the wireless. I watched it, and he is clearly, this is it. He's still going to be around the club, and he's still going to have a consultative uh, involvement, but mm. make the most of it, because the the storied career and the contribution that this man's made to rugby league in this great city of ours and this particular mm. team, mm. Uh, this is the last time he will be pulling the strings as coach. Well, I'm not as convinced and as pessimistic as you. Why is I that think... pessimistic? It's just reality, mate. He's done it for 21 years. Surely well, the bloke can 20... move on. Let the bloke go into retirement Greg if he Popovich wants to. Greg Popovich is 76 oh, or something. He's still basketball. going around. Always comes back no, to the No, but why are you so ageist? Right. I'm not. He said he wants to give it away, mate. Soon. Let him, he let him give it away. Year. Let the man go and eat some fish and chips down in Albert Park, no. bump into Wispy, and just enjoy the rest of his no, time with his family. I want him to keep coaching. Well, so do I, but I don't think he's going okay. to. Ryan's in Torquay before we get to the uh, latest from the newsroom with Stone Cold. Far away, Riser. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Look, Good. Um, I just, uh, with the selection of the Australian cricket team, I think the forgotten man is Mitchell Swetson. I mean, he was in the original squad who then okay. flew home to spend time with his um, partner who had a um, baby. Mm. Then as far as I know, he flew back to India to be with the squad. Now, I'd be picking a leg spinner that bowls wrongens as well in that um, team. Uh, I reckon he's going to be better wow. value than um, Kuhneman. I mean, Kuhneman got parachuted into that team. I was lucky at 300 test wickets or something. <laughs> I mean, he bowled okay, but he, he wasn't... He wasn't looking that dangerous. No, he wasn't threatening. You're right. Well, you think Murphy's... You think they're going to go with him instead of... Well, explain my reasons. I'm not sure they're valid. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, but why, I'm didn't not you, sh- why didn't you uh, challenge my assertion at the time and give me your reasons well, as I'd, to why they would continue with Todd? Well, over, now uh, Rise has given me a bit of support. It's well, just given me a bit more cra- he's, courage. He's not even talking about a bloke who was in the team. If, if Swepson comes in, no, one, no, one of the others... Spin, about... Murphy and Kuhneman will probably both go out. Mm. So I don't know why you're talking about Todd. No, Murphy. but he was just talking about an, an alternative. Holding his ground? Yeah, well, you didn't mention Swepson before. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> but I think he raised a valid point. Right. He was there originally. That's exactly and right. He was. Just, um, indeed, he had he a look, but I don't think he's going to be in today. <laughs> I have to be honest. Well, Adam Collins will join us in the next half Murphy hour. Murphy has to be in, in my view. Uh, instead of Kuhneman. Yes. So two right I understand what you're saying. Yes, I okay. understand what you're saying. But if you, if you... Now, not to say he was dishing up pies, but if you're not... <laughs> You're not going to get... Got the wickets, Andy. How many... He, of the, of, the, of, of all the wickets that were available, <laughs> how many did he get? He got, got an 8 out of 20 no, or something. He's got, he's got a lot of them. Was it 8 out of 20? Yeah, something like lot, that. Yeah, something like that. It was a high number. <laughs> it's a good number. If he gets the Kyber, he's got it. It's stiff. He, well, he is stiff. No, there is no question about that. He'd be very unlucky. Uh, Ryan... Would it be a controversial omission? <laughs> right. 
Well, let's ask Adam Collins in the next half hour. Okay. He's uh, he's in indoor right now, yep. and which indoor is outdoors, by the way. But mm. just in case you're thinking, why are they playing a test match indoors? Well, they're not. It's a place called indoor. And we don't go here very often, and no, no one's won here in about a thousand years. No, that's true. And Ravi mm. Ashwin's uh, test figures here outrageous, off the charts. Mm. Eighteen wickets at twelve mm. owns the joint. Mm. So good luck. Let's yep. have, let's bunk it down and hope for the very best. We're here for Berwick BMW. Book in your service today at Berwick BMW. Good feeling, though. Foxtel. Footy live in 4K mm. Ultra HD only at Foxtel. Love it. And with Fox Footy, there's some... Fox Footy. We've got the launch tomorrow. Wait, oh, Fox Footy launch. I know. So looking forward to that. And uh, the, the footy in the four... All the same shows <laughs> the coming 4K. back. And the ultra high D. All the shows coming back. I know bounce will be back. Right, well, that's all we care about. Not sure about some of the others. But... Oh, hello. No, I don't know. I'm, oh, okay, right I'm not across it. You had some news for us. No, 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 no. Uh, no and anytime no, fitness, no make your own rules at anytime fitness. So we couldn't wait any longer. We had to go straight to the man who's on. Oh, that's a bit Harry. A bit Harry. Yeah, he's very good. Um, the man who's got his bit. finger on the pulse. Got, uh, got his finger on the pulse. He's over there indoor. Uh, and he's going to tell us what he knows, uh, uh, unofficially at this stage, of course. The captain of our SEN commentary team, a third test only about an hour away from uh, knowing what the team's going to look like in the first ball of a, another test match, Colo, that we're looking forward to enormously. Great to have you with us. What's your gut feel telling you about the Australian lineup? Good afternoon, lads. Yeah, uh, word on the streets that uh, Scotty Boland might be in the frame. Yeah. Um, it, Todd Murphy didn't bowl at training yesterday. I'm not sure how much to read into that, but just the whisper around the camp last night um, was that Boland might be used. So in that configuration, you'd still have Stark and Green, but Boland as well. So a very different setup given last week they only had Pat Cummins at their disposal to bowl same up. So that would be a shift. But looking at the surface in front of me, it doesn't look a mile different from Delhi in the sense that there's grass in the middle of the pitch and it's quite dry at either end. So it'll still turn from get-go. And you mentioned before in your intro that Ashwin dominates here, so he'll dominate again. He always does against Australia. It'll be about repelling the pressure to the extent they can. But their, their bowling setup could be different. So Lyon and Kuhneman, you, you, would, you, you do this. We all play, you know, the, the, sort yes. of select, the selectors game. Have you got Lyon and Kuhneman in as your spinners? I do, but that, that kind of comes down to this idea that Todd Murphy picked up something of a side niggle at Delhi. He was under bold there. So, look, if they were picking their best side, I'm sure Murphy would be in it. So the, the, the Boland factor, um, I reckon, comes down to whether Murphy's come up. But we won't learn that officially until the toss in about 45 minutes, 50 what, minutes from what, now. But where, that's just what was being whispered out of the team hotel last yeah, night. Yeah, sure. Where, where does Mitch Swepson, we just had a call up before, uh, before yeah. the news. Where, where does he fit now for the rest of this tour? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think if we were playing in Pakistan, he'd be playing. It's something about India. They want finger spinners due to the extra turn you get naturally over here, so they want control. And I, and I get that. That's why Ashton Agar didn't get a start, because the sense was that in the nets, the control for him wasn't there, and they don't want to run the risk of Indian top order monstering them. So um, leg spinners are naturally more volatile. It's a more tactile craft, I suppose, a higher risk um, profile bowling um, over the wrist of this bowling finger spin. So he's found himself down the pecking order, but I don't know whether that's a long-term thing. It probably has more to do with the fact that we're in India. Hey, Adam, Adam what do you make of, and, and this might be very difficult for you to uh, make a judgment on, but what do you make of the morale of the group? Mm. Uh, there's been a lot going on, of course, and um, with, with Cummins' uh, having come home and the issues with his mum, so I'm sure yeah. that that would be, be felt by 
the entire group. Is is it, can you tell the, by the body language or or whatever contact you have whether they're they're up for the fight? Look, I was just watching Steve Smith out in the middle doing his thing, hat on backwards, got one pad on, staring down the middle of the pitch. Like, he is super focused, and he relishes any opportunity he gets to step in as acting captain. We saw him do that job in Adelaide over the last two summers and do it wonderfully with two big wins for Australia. So there'll be no need for motivation for the, the vice captain. And look, they know there's pride to play for, but also a World Test Championship spot. If they get done 4-0, they could miss out on that final at, at the Oval in June, which would be staggering given they entered this series way out in front, but losing 4-0 uh, would be enough to take their destiny out of their own hands with um, Sri Lanka and New Zealand set to play next month. And if Sri Lanka did beat New Zealand 2-0, there is a scenario where the Aussies miss out. So yes, they have conceded the Border Gavaska Trophy inside five playing days, which is a, a fairly stark uh, and revealing number mm. um, when you add up all the overs from Nagpur and, and Delhi. Yes, they've been bowled out in a session twice. Yes, it was calamitous to say the very least, uh, in Delhi a couple of Sundays ago. But there is still plenty there to play for. And, and I suppose that's why they, one of the many reasons they started the World Test Championship. They wanted each test match to have its own inherent value. And, and that's what we have this week at Indoor. Well, there's been a bit of commentary over here, you know, the, the gap between the second and third tests and how best to utilise the time. You know, given the form that's been on display, there's been a mm. three or four day R&R period in there, we're, we're sort of told. Um, yep. Have they... To your eye, have they, have they used that period the right way? Yeah, I, I think they needed to have a break. It, there, there's no point keeping the, the group in camp for six weeks straight, right? They needed to have something, some distance. Not all of the families came out, though, so a number of them went out together and did some tourism um, as a crew. Uh, others went away. Steve Smith went overseas for a couple of days to Dubai, for example, with his wife. So they, they've had a chance to get away. Pete Hanscom had his uh, wife and young child here. They also did some, some separate tourism away from the group. I think that was important. So mm. um, that's not unusual on a long tour that they'll be given a period of time away. But they had two days of extra training at Delhi uh, and they've had two full days proper hit out here at Indoor. And, um, uh, and yeah, there'll be, there'll be no excuses when it comes to preparation. They've done what they've needed to do um, after the, the chastening experience at, uh, at Delhi a couple of Sundays ago. And do you mention Steve Smith going to Dubai? Off our temper oh. text machine that... Uh, earlier on today, a lot of people, oh, I guess, had a negative slant in if you're going to be captain, you're going to be there to uh, lead the team, that perhaps you, you need to be around the group. Is that the norm, do you think, with a captain yeah. that's in these circumstances, you, you, you don't have any issues with that? No, it's totally fine. It's, it's very normal. On these long tours, when they get breaks between tests, they, they often get released. And the fact that Smith's acting captain this week is no different. He needs to recharge the batteries, um, it, you know, I appreciate watching on telly sometimes. You can kind of shrug your shoulders and wonder what's going on over here. It is such an intense place to to play cricket. Um, it is a cauldron like no other place in world cricket. They they, they need to recharge in their own way and there's never any issue around players making their own judgment calls. In England, you'll you'll see this, right? In an Ashes series, they'll, they'll break off and, and head off to different parts of the country. Some players hang out in London, some go to the continent and have a holiday there. Um, it, it's not unusual at all. Mm. I, take, I take that on... I'm not looking for a fight or anything, but I can see why people would... That would sort of raise the eyebrow of people who don't have a you know a, a, an understanding of tour life and the, the sure. kind of the, the the ebb and flow of it the way you've just described it. But I can understand why there would be some cricket fans going, "Hang on, the bloke's going to be captain. Of, you know, he's going to be captain of the third test. Going through a tough yeah. period. You know, we mm. if there if there is going to be a constant in India preparing for that third test, at the very least, it should be the skipper. I can sort of understand yeah. why people would have that view. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I take your point. Um, I, I suppose the other side of it is if he was just hanging around with a few of the guys whose families weren't here, then, then what value does it add? Because yeah, they weren't yeah. actually together. They were all off doing their own thing. So I, I, I see your point. But, yeah, it is worth noting that it's like they're going on school holiday. You know, like they're, they're on holiday for a few days and they break up. It's not as though the, the group are, are in each other's pockets the way they are when they're in camp, when they're having, you know, every meal together and, and yeah, training together yeah, and yeah. playing together. So there is a slight point of difference between what a tour looks like when they have that downtime. Hey, we'll let mm. you go. Like everybody else around the world who was awake, uh, I suspect you guys over there were, were glued to what was going on at Wellington yesterday. <laughs> I mean, we, what, what, so, a, so what a game of. of cricket, mate. Yeah, oh, well, first of all, uh, only the second time in 145 years a test match has been resolved by one run. Only the fourth time ever that a side following on has won, going back to 1895 and famously Headingley 81 with Botham and, and, yeah. uh, and 2001 here with uh, Lakshman and, and Dravid. But, um, so it puts it in historical context. But for my part, I was at the very back of the plane arriving oh. back from, uh, from London. And as I landed, um, England required nine runs to win. I did a quick Google and realised it was on Amazon in India. So was able to bring it up. And between um, landing and getting to, to passport control, I, I'd seen the, the thrilling last <laughs> couple of overs. And, and I don't know what they thought I was carrying on about uh, in the immigration queue when, when, um, when Anderson was caught down the leg side. But, um, yeah, I suppose as cricket fans, we all know how close it was to the third tie ever. Um, I was backing that. I was all, all over the tie. But not to be. Um, of course, there was one here back in 86. And we should be so lucky to see yeah. another one in the future. Well, let's hope the Australians dig in the way the Kiwis did when that game looked absolutely yes. gone. So, mate, good calling. We'll all be listening again. And let's hope we get a more uh, an improved performance from, from our boys uh, over the next five days. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Hopefully it goes more than three days. Yes. That's what we're hoping for. Drag it deep and try and keep Ashwin at bay. Good work. Adam Collins, captain of the SEN commentary team. I'll be ringing the third test from indoor. Thanks to Mate Internet and Mobile. Chat with mates. Uh, pocket change mobile phone plans with Mate. $1 a month for three months with Mate Mobile Plans. Make the switch today. And Julio, if you don't mind, he's jumped into the uh, into the big chair. Hello, boys. How are you? Uh, Next time, join the A-team. Hey, Julio. Thank you very much, Rod. Uh, Just a bit of a sports update for Simmons Homes, Australia's great builder. Uh, Brisbane Lions are about to announce their captain in the next half an hour or so. So you'd think either Harris Andrews or Hugh McCluggage would Mm. get the nod there. Uh, As you heard the news, Chloe Malloy officially a swan. She'll join us on the show on Friday. So there's a bit of that that the whole compensation for – there's there's the, the hint from the AFLW that there is the capacity mm. for for compensation to be awarded to clubs who lose play who lose players during this period but there's no formula laid out so is it compensation like the men's or is it compensation where sydney have to give up something well where the men you know it's just a draft pick comes into the yeah, into the system the, no, but you can't force the club that deal would have had to been done that was part of the transaction, and that surely would be announced. You well, can't subsequently then go back to Sydney. Oh, and now, by, by the, the way, way, no, yeah, 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 no, that's yeah, right. Yeah, no, of course, yeah, it has to be an AFL. Mm. It has to be in the form of some sort of draft um, pick, you would think. But we don't that that we're yet to work out no, what that know. is. So yeah, mm. we'll wait and see. Hey, just quickly for a Werribee Kia, because big normally sponsor of Dwayne's show and his mates Jim, Gian, I.E. down there at uh, Werribee Kia. Uh, the boys upstairs doing a great job with the uh, trying to find our best team of the 2000s. We're down in the semifinals oh. uh, in this uh, match. So today it is the Geelong 07 v. the Hawks of 2013. 
And tomorrow, it's the Bombers of 2000 v. the Lions of 2002. Yeah, well, we know. You should be winning this. Well, we do. You know. Essendon in a canter. But, you know, it's up hey. to the public. No, that Essendon 2000 team was... Do you want me to read it from the back line? It's pretty good. Johnson, <laughs> Fletcher, Hardwick. <laughs> You'd know it off by heart. Oh, absolutely. You? Solomon, Wallace, uh, Wellman. Ramanaskis, Mercedes, Blumfield. Very, very good team. Carousel, Lucas. Oh, thank you. Right, 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 right. Heard. Have you had a read Boyd. of Gill's open letter? I have it. Do you yeah. want to read it for me? Uh, it goes for it's, it's quite long, but to everyone who's passionate about Australian football in Tasmania, we're getting so close. Talking to AFL team in Tasmania has been a constant for many years. For a variety of reasons, it has not been possible previously. This has hurt Tasmanians who feel the state deserves to be represented by its own team in our game's national competition. Those who feel that way about having a team based in the state are right. Tasmania should have its own team, which would mean a 19th club competing in the AFL and AFLW competitions. It goes on. It outlines the commitment. Um, it's hard, It feels quite heartfelt. It, it's quite an mm. emotional letter, mm. uh, understanding you know the frustrations and, and pain that Tasmanian football fans have felt about the, the exclusion. Um, I think it's a... A fait accompli now. We're going to get something out of the feds shocked pretty soon, it, I think. We'd be shocked if it doesn't go yeah. their way, wouldn't Yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. Mm. No, they'll be I won't say I'm shocked, but I am genuinely, <laughs> genuinely surprised. As we will all be, Doom, if it doesn't happen. Absolutely. Should we quickly do our predictions? We've got time. What have you got time, Rod, or do them after the break? After the break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. We'll get a clear, quick break. Our predictions for season 2023, the next ones. After this, Casey's not all. And Julio and James in height, who heard the secret sound. Never Jimmy, in doubt. what do you picked up? Club Mandalay, eighteen mm. holes of golf, superb, give magnificent. Us, give us your prediction. Uh, now, big on Lockie Hunter at Melbourne. Oh. So my prediction is, uh, come the demons best and fairest, Lockie Hunter will be higher in the count than the high prize recruit Brody Grundy. Oh, that's bold. Okay, I'm putting that in the bold. Uh, that's pretty bold. That Six is bold. Five in the bold I, scale. I, I'll tell you what. If I tipped them to win the flag the other day is mm-hmm. my prediction. If that's the case, I'm even more confident about Mel. If Lockie Hunter Six works, five. Uh, that's that's strong by you. Well strong. Done. I like to be strong. We've got to get to the news. Uh, you and I, Keithy, will give ours on the other hey. side. Is. If you want to get in, get quiz. involved with the quiz, yeah. probably now, get on the line. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 That can only mean one thing. Beautiful to music. the quiz in a moment. Full board mm. of callers. Uh, stand by. Breaking news. Out of the Brisbane Lions. Loggy Neal and Harris Andrews, co-captains. Nice. Hey, Andy. This uh, Huey McCluggage, vice-captain. Yep. You've been very cantankerous this morning. Uh, but I, I, this I, afternoon. This, oh, that's right. This afternoon. But uh, this may warm your heart ever so slightly. I didn't realise I've been that can, very cantankerous. I've had very. A good, good time tonight. Uh, any truth that S. Walsh trained with the main group this morning. Male is dominated. That's coming from Aaron. I don't know. Dominated. Yeah, no, well, he's he's telling everybody that he's ready to go. Round well, one. Go. Yeah. I don't they're, gonna t- they're taking a cautious approach with him. But he's, the, you know, some people just rehab, like mm-hmm. some people rehab differently than that. You know this. Of course they do. They reckon the commitment to detail that Sam Walsh has that has mm. provided to his own rehab from the back. Doesn't surprise me. Has been unlike anything they've seen at the mm. football club mm. ever. And the fact that he's in line to be selected early in the season, there was when Ready it first happened. Well, when it first happened, the speculation was he might miss half a season. And they weren't saying it, but there were some real concerns inside the footy club that he might be out for Entire six season. to eight to 12. It, oh. There was that kind of, they didn't really know. Right. But um, the fact that he's, 
you know, potentially going to be selectable very early in the season mm. is quite something. Hey, Give me your prediction, please, before oh, we get to the quiz. My prediction? Well, going. this is based on just very limited vision, but uh, Will Ashcroft, now we all know that he's a uh, superstar in the making. Well, a lot of people do. Uh, my prediction, he will win the rising star and check. Here's well, the not kicker. That's not very, very bold no, no, at this stage. Here's the kicker. Right. He will finish in, I want to say, top five in Brisbane BNF. Is that bold? Top five in his first year. So mm. Nick Dacos won the rising star, dominant season last year, and finished seventh. Did he finish that low? Seventh in Colton. That's pretty high. Seventh in their BNF. Really? Six ahead of him. Well you're, yeah, well, you're up against some seasoned professionals in a team that got to the final four. So I he had a pretty good season. Mm. Uh, no, that's pretty bold. Is that that's, bold? that's a seven and a half bold oh, rating nice. for mine. I, I'm top five in the BNF, winning mm. the Rising Star. Everybody's mm. tipping him to win that. Yeah, uh, mine is simple. Darcy Fogarty, uh, the Adelaide Crow, the burly Adelaide Crow forward, burly. who's not as burly as he's been in the past, mm. will kick sixty plus. Well, that's bold. He's a bloody good kid representing the players <laughs> over Darcy Fogarty. So that was Clem, who's very big on Darcy Fogarty over there at the Adelaide Crows. Mm. Uh, has hey, been big on him mm. for a while. I think you'll be really big on him at the end of 2023 hey, when he's got 60-plus goals mm. in the kick. We're under time pressures here. So uh, up for grab in the qu- grabs for in the quiz today is one double pass to see Juan Pablo and Sebastian Montoya Live on stage at the Palms at Crown Melbourne on Thursday, March 30th. Check this out, Andy. Not mm. only that, you get a meet and greet, food and beverage package, DJ, and then reserve seats for the events at Palms and Crown. Now, this thing here, tickets worth four ninety nine. What? But you get a double pass. So does that mean that's – do we double that or is that four ninety nine for a double? Well, whatever it is, it is incredible value. Fantastic. That's up to grab. And uh, if you want to head along, tickets from $99, along with a meet and greet options and VIP packages, all available. They're all available at Ticketmaster, Andy. Mm. All right. Let's get... Oh, you're not still sucking, are you? I'm looking forward to the quiz, bros. Hey, here we go. Quiz. Now, Andy, the quiz today, because uh, we're up... They've got the cricket coming on, so it's uh, very cricket-dominated, but because of the beautiful package that we've got uh, with a Formula One flavour to it, we're going to have a couple of Formula One questions in there. And we're going to start out in Faulkner, where Jamie has joined the quiz. Good afternoon, Jamie. Good day. Ah, there you go. Ah, good to hear from you, Jamie. Now, Jamie, first question, the, you've got to answer the 10th one. But if you get halfway, I will kick in a little something if you get answer five of them, just so uh, we don't have tears from anyone. Jamie, which New Zealand, which New Zealander took the final wicket to secure a one-run win over England in the second test in Wellington yesterday. Uh, Neil Wagner. Bang. We're away. Anything to say, Andy? You're allowed to contribute there. Oh, he's got... (laughs) Question two. The last time a team won after being asked to follow on in a test match was... India against Australia in Calcutta in 2001. Which Indian batter made 281 in the second innings? Ooh, uh, Brenda Sawag. No, that is incorrect. Sorry, Jamie. Adrian is in uh, Roville. Do you know who, who it is? Which Indian batter made 281 in the second test of that innings? 
Uh, sorry, boys, didn't hear the lead up to it. Dead oh, on my end. So okay. can I get a little bit more clarity, please, Gabe? Absolutely, I can. The last time a team won after being asked to follow on in a test match was India against Australia in Calcutta in 2001. Which Indian batter made 281 in the second innings? That sounds like something BBS Blacksman. Bang. Correct. Question three. Which Indian batter made 180 in the same innings? Oh, I want to say it's either Dravid or Tendulkar. I'll go Tendulkar. Oh. Yeah, so close, Adrian. Very close, Andy. Mm. Oh, you're a silk. Sam's on the road. Good afternoon, Sam. Do you know which... How you going, Gazy? Yeah, going along very nicely. Which Indian batter made 180 in that same uh, innings? Um, Sachin Tendulkar. No. We just heard the answer. Uh, That's a hint. Tim is in Brighton. Do you know which batter it is? Sorry, Gazy. I've just turned my radio off. Is it Raul Dravid? Yes, that is correct. Well done, Tim. You're away. Question four. In that same game, which Indian spinner took 13 wickets for the match? Oh, uh, mm. was it Habajan Singh? Away. Very nice done by you, Tim. Off to a flyer. How many test matches in a row had Australia won heading into that test against India? Uh, complete guess, Gazy. Was it? Was it one? No, it was a big, big, big number, Timbo. Uh, we'll go to Danny, uh, uh, Daniel in Manorfield Heights. Daniel, son. G'day, Gazy. Ah, going along nicely. I am. I hope you're doing well. But do you know how many Test matches Australia had won in a row heading into that Test match against India? Ah, uh, was it sixteen? Bang. That's brilliant by you. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, question six. In 1981, England defeated Australia at Headingley after being forced to follow on. Ian Botham famously made 149 not out in the second innings, but which English quick took eight for 43? Spectacular numbers. Eight for 43 as Australia were bowled out for 1-1-1, 111 in their second innings. Which bowler was it? Eight for 43. Uh, Bob Willis. Uh, that is brilliant. Uh, by you. Well done. Question seven. You want to say anything, Andy? No, you're going well. Oh, thank you. Which Australian bowler took nine wickets in that same test, in same match? Which Australian bowler? Nine wickets. Uh, Terry Alderman. <laughs> Andy, we've got a live one. Three for 59 and six for 135. Uh, question eight. England were the first team to win a test after being asked to follow on way back in 1894. It was against Australia at which Australian venue? Where in Australia was that game played in 1894. Uh, Tyler, Melbourne or Sydney, I'll go Melbourne. It's twice they've come up. Just didn't quite take the right route. Uh, question uh, eight is going to go to Nick. He's in Croydon. Good afternoon, Nick. What was the question? Sorry, Gazy. Right. 
Wrong oh. ass questions. England were the first team to win a test after being oh, a... Brown, no, no, yeah, that's right. Do you want to hear the question or not? Uh, was it the Wacker? No, <laughs> that is incorrect, Nick. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Plenty of lines open. Pete is in Gladstone Park. That'll be a setback if we don't have anyone win. Hey, Pistol, are you with me? Yes, mate. Yes. I am, I am. Uh, England were the first team to win a test after being asked to follow on way back in 1894. It was against Australia. At which at which venue, please? Well, that was in Sydney, mate. That's right. Oh, that'll do. SCG It was the, the full correct answer. But, yes, because it already dinged, I thought we'll pay that. Hey, Pete, you need two more correct, and you, you're going to have the $499 prize where you get to go see Juan Pablo and Sebastian Montoya. Here we go. Number nine. Yep. How many... Nice. How many Indy 500s did Juan Pablo Montoya win? How many did he win of the Indy 500s? Not the Formula One stuff that he was very sharp at as well, but how many Indy 500s did he win? About four. No. <laughs> Pistol. Well done. Brendan's in Lin- Linbrook. Uh, are you with me? Yep. Oh, Brendan. I'm hearing myself in the background, and how sharp do I sound when I ask these questions? Hey, Brendan, how many Indy 500s did one Pablo Montoya win? Ten. No, not quite that many. Chris is in Geelong. Good afternoon, Chris. Uh, Chris has given us the Kyber. Tim's in Brighton. Good afternoon, Tim. Sorry, uh, guys, I just turned my radio off. What was the question again? Okay, happy to repeat it. How many Indy 500s did Juan Pablo Montoya win? <laughs> Two. That's it. Do you know when they were? This is you, You've got it correct. Do you know when they were? Oh, I don't. Sorry, guys. 2010 and 2015. Doing, Gee, that was a, a bit of difference between them. Five-year difference. Nice. Uh, oh, and now you want to give me the hurry long. Hey, hey Tim, this is, for, this is for the grand prize. On the program yesterday, Juan Pablo said his idol growing up was Ayrton Senna. How many times did Senna win the Australian Grand Prix? The Australian Grand Prix. How many times did Ayrton Senna win it? Uh, Ayrton Senna, mm. I think he, he won... He won... The uh, Australian Grand Prix uh, twice. That is correct. 1991 and 93. Hey, Tim, you're going to have a great time because you've won a double pass to the Juan Pablo and Sebastian Montoya live on stage at the Palms at the Crown, Melbourne. It's on Thursday, March 30th. You can get your tickets at uh, Ticketek. They're worth 499 bucks. But Timbo... Uh, you'll be going along courtesy of the run home. Superb work, Tim. Well done, Gazy. The Lumo Energy Quiz. Uh, energy deals with no spin. Switch to Lumo. It's about done. About to head over to India for the third test. Adam Collins and the crew are bringing you all the action, hopefully for the next five days. Justin in Holderby, you are today's caller of the day. You're going to face Shane tomorrow in a special quiz off to see who mm-hmm. wins the trip to King Island. So that's all happening tomorrow. Um, just before we get going and hand it over to the boys in indoor, did I see a story or hear somebody mention that Ben Simmons has been shelved for the rest of the year? Is that 
Well, you Julio did. mentioned that before we came on here. Do you know anything about this? No, I don't. It's only breaking today, and uh, it's a it's a big, big blow, not only for, for him personally, but what that means as far as the World Cup, because there was talk that he was going to be available for the so World he, Cup later in the year for the unf- Australian team. Is he unfit? So, is this the problem? Or what's... No, he's had, um, he's had some uh, leg injuries, and he's had back problems. He's had a whole bunch of things, but I think it's a recent one, and... Uh, yeah, apparently he's not going to be able to get up uh, in time for to make a contribution to uh, the net. So it's a it's a big big blow. So is that it done and dusted? You'd think from a World Cup perspective, you'd have to say. So, so does that mean Tara Paris twenty twenty four? No, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But it is. It's it's certainly a big blow. And when you're trying to incorporate someone into your Olympic team. Oh, you, you'd reckon you need a bit of a lead-up, and the World Cup would be would have been perfect, perfect if you're going to run with him. So it's uh, it's a big blow. He's had a a tough time, but oh, let's yeah, be honest, no, no, some no, of it, absolutely. in fairness, some of it's probably been a little self-inflicted, but mm. uh, still you're wanting for the best, and unfortunately it looks like it hasn't gone his way. Uh, no, no, that, that's no good. So coach of the Nets, Huey from upstairs, uh, part of the digital team, Huey Fitz, uh, coach of the Nets denied the Simmons take. So uh, coming out of the nets, they are disputing the fact that that is actually the case. Did you hear me say that? I did. Yeah, I'm right. So to, I just uh... Googled a bit of stuff as well to see if we could find anything. So uh, thanks, Huey, for passing that on. So it may not be as um, cut and dried as those earlier reports have suggested. Great news too for Daisy well, Pierce. You Brooklyn Nets head coach Jacques Vaughan reiterated that the team has had zero discussions about shutting down Ben right, Simmons. There you go. So let's hope that those earlier reports were incorrect. Uh, well done to Daisy Pierce. Signs a four-year contract oh, to be part niche. of the coaching team down there at the Cats. So they've got a beauty in the midst down there. And that now puts her very much on a pathway that uh, sees her entering mm. in the very deep end of the pool. Ah, good luck. Uh, the coaching ranks at the elite level. So uh, we wish her uh, down on, there Australia. all the very best. Yeah, come on, dig in. Come on. Give us a bit of something. Great to be here. Berwick BMW, Foxtel and Anytime Fitness. We'll be back to do it all again tomorrow.